Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back. We're going to stay with the question just a little bit longer because sometimes that's what we need to do. And it's one of the great things we have with our extended inside sources from 1 to 3 every day here on KSL News Radio. We can stay with some of these questions a little bit longer. And the, the question we're staying with is this uh, press conference this morning, uh, 10 o'clock Utah time, uh, noon back on the East Coast. Uh, not getting a lot of coverage in a lot of places in the national media from the left or from the right. And it's one of the things that I think we ought to be talking about. You had three senators from across the spectrum. Chris Murphy, a liberal Democrat from Connecticut. Bernie Sanders, Democratic Socialist uh, from Vermont. And Utah's Senator Mike Lee, conservative from the great state of Utah here. Uh, All coming together to talk about a constitutional issue that they agree on. That It seems like that would be news. It shouldn't be news, uh, but it... It should be news uh, in the the realm of things today that these senators can come together because they agree on something really specific in terms of the principle. These three senators disagree on a host of things in terms of the the size and shape and influence of government, and that's fine. And they can come together on issues that matter of a constitutional nature. All three of these senators believe that Congress has abdicated its war powers to the executive branch over time uh, to the point that presidents of either political party now uh, are making sales of arms and weapons, are using emergency powers well beyond what they are established for, and being able to declare war and to uh, engage the United States around the world in ways that were not designed in the Constitution. So let's go back to that press conference. I want to pick up with Senator Chris Murphy, and he made a wonderful point about why Congress needs to be involved in declaring war. Why? Because declaring war should be a very difficult and hotly debated decision. If it's difficult to get the Congress to authorize an arms sale, if it's difficult to get the Congress to declare a national emergency, that's probably for good reason. It is likely because the American public are deeply skeptical of vast national emergency powers and increasing levels of arms sales and the commitment of our troops overseas. We should trust the national security instincts of the American people, which often involve a much higher degree of skepticism about the ability of the U.S. armed forces to change political realities overseas than is housed in the national security consensus here in Washington. So it's supposed to be hard. It is supposed to be hard. The founders made that as a feature, not a flaw, uh, that doing things like declaring war or selling weapons to other nations uh, or declaring emergencies should not be easy because the founders knew that if you centralized power, bad things happen. 
And that's why we have a Congress. And that's why these powers are invested in a Congress with an upper house and a lower house. And those chambers, the Senate and the House, are designed to have those debates. As Senator Sanders went on in this press conference about the need for Congress, again, members across the political spectrum to stand up and to reassert their authority to actually make law. I believe that we have become far too comfortable with the United States engaging in military interventions all over the world with barely any debate in Congress or in the public about the costs and potential unintended consequences of those interventions. The time is long overdue for Congress to reassert its constitutional role in matters of war and peace. Unintended consequences, an important thing to debate. Uh, Again, if the executive branch is just making all of those decisions unilaterally, often those unintended consequences get overlooked or swept aside. And so having a debate in front of the American people uh, is what is supposed to happen. And it is supposed to be hard. It is supposed to take time. And I love the fact that these three senators have come together to say, hey, it is time for Congress to reassert and claw back these powers that uh, over time they have abdicated to the executive branch. Uh, And again, equal opportunity offense here to both sides. Uh, It's easier to abdicate your power and then point fingers, place blame or shrug your shoulders than it is to do the job the way it was outlined in the Constitution. And all three of these senators, again, a Democratic Socialist, a Liberal Democrat, and a Conservative Republican, all agree on the constitutionality of all of this. So what chance does this bill have in terms of actually getting passed and moving forward? Uh, Utah Senator Mike Lee chimed in and said, hey, there is some support for this. These are bipartisan issues. They're issues that are neither Republican nor Democratic. They're neither liberal nor conservative. These are simply American issues issues that we should all be able to get behind. Everybody should be able to get behind these kinds of bills, these kinds of uh, this kind of legislation to reclaim Congress's critical role in national security matters. Senator Murphy uh, rounded out the press conference this morning on the same question of, you know, could this bill actually pass? Would it actually be signed into law? The one thing that we know for sure is that uh, politicians rarely give back power they have been given and uh, presidents in particular. So could this actually be signed by this president or a future president? And uh, I loved what Senator Murphy from Connecticut had to say. We don't think this is a change in law. We think this is a mechanism to get back into compliance with the highest law of the land. Um, So, you know, do I expect that uh, the Biden administration is going to send out a statement of support uh, of this legislation uh, or be eager to sign it? No. Um, but our hope is that this bill, uh, as comprehensive and sweeping as it is, uh, will you know, stimulate a conversation in Congress uh, that might give us more inspiration to use the powers that we currently have to make sure that we are properly declaring war. Maybe this legislation gets adopted in pieces. Right. Maybe we're able to convince our colleagues to attach parts of it to uh, legislation that's moving speedily through uh, Congress um, and that must be signed by the president. So I think there's a bunch of different ways that we can ultimately get provisions of this passed. 
So this National Security Powers Act, again, sponsored, written by Senator Chris Murphy, Democrat from Connecticut, Senator Mike Lee, Republican from Utah, Senator Bernie Sanders, Independent, Democratic Socialist from Vermont. Uh, I love the way Senator Murphy framed it. This is not new law. This is bringing our behavior as a Congress and as an executive branch back into compliance with the Constitution. And the fact that these three can agree on that, and none of them are going into this with any kind of Pollyanna view that this will immediately pass and be signed by a president. Uh, But I, again, love the way that Senator uh, Murphy framed it, that uh, this should guide our conversations. And hopefully this will, even if it's a piece at a time, uh, get done. Because what this does is it specifically safeguards congressional prerogative in the use of military force, emergency powers, and arms exports. Those are three crucial conversations that should be done by Congress in front of the American people. In each of these cases, the president would be required to consult congressional leaders, obtain congressional authorization before exercising the powers in question, Uh, And then finally, any congressional authorization will meet uh, specific requirements uh, and automatically sunset, which I also agree. So uh, you can't just pass something and then uh, have it go on in perpetuity. Uh, So this is an important conversation, a crucial conversation I think we need to be having. I applaud these three senators, Utah Senator Mike Lee, Chris Murphy from Connecticut, and Bernie Sanders. That is a unique trio. It should be a model of better things to come. We'll be right back. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 